Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and in case you didn't know, Jesus called it. He predicted everything that's going on in the world today. Given that, each Saturday I'll be doing a wrap-up of current events and how they match up with what Jesus spoke of when he was asked, what sign will signal your return and the end of the world in Matthew chapter 24, as well as other last days and end times prophecies. As Jesus told the Pharisees and the Sadducees in Matthew 16, he said, you know how to interpret the weather signs in the sky, but you don't know how to interpret the signs of the times. I pray as you hear God's truth, that it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. And I pray that you see that Bible prophecy is not meant to scare you, but warn you and give you the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. World Watch for March 25th, 2023. Prophetic last day's news, just like Jesus said. Are you scared yet? Obviously, if you are human, you should be. However, if you are a born again Christian, you shouldn't be because Jesus told us exactly what would be happening in the last days. Undeniably, we are in the last days. Additionally, he told us not to panic because all these things must take place. Jesus said, Matthew 24, six, and you will hear of wars and threats of wars, but don't panic. Yes, these things must take place, but the end won't follow immediately. In other words, it's gonna get much worse before the rapture when Jesus comes to get his true believers. Therefore, we must be patient and hold on to the strength, peace, and hope that is only found through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Check out the encouraging words from Paul at the end of this podcast. Well, let's dig in. And by the way, you can find Jesus' predictions of the last days in his Olivet Discourse in Matthew 24, Luke 21, and Mark 13. And you can click on over to my blog and follow along. Um, a lot of these are going to be reading headlines of, the, of what's been going on this week um, that has prophetic significance. Um, and in my blog, there are a lot of videos and embedded um, podcasts. So you can learn more, dig deeper, verify what I'm telling you, because it's all happening around us. Okay. Wars and threats of wars. China. President uh, Xi Jinping, the Chinese president, traveled to Moscow for what he describes as a visit designed to strengthen an all-encompassing partnership and strategic interaction. Among the topics of discussion were the war in Ukraine. In February, China proposed a 12-point plan for resolving the crisis, which sided favorably with Russia. Prior to Xi's arrival, Putin said, we are grateful for a balanced line of China in connection with the events taking place in Ukraine for understanding their background and true causes. We welcome China's willingness to play a constructive role in resolving the crisis. Yeah, right. Xi's visit comes one week after China brokered a significant agreement between Saudi Arabia and Iran. 
which Xi in Moscow, there is no doubt China is working to position itself as a major power broker, filling a vacuum left by the US. China will provide Russia with intelligence information from its satellites. And in other news, Pentagon leaders say new budget will help prepare for war with China. And quoting, moving it down the path toward confrontation and potential potential conflict with neighbors and possibly the United States. Yeah. Okay. So let's go talk about the Russia-Ukraine war. So Zelensky invites invites China to discuss peace after no breakthrough in the Xi Putin meeting. Russia's Medvedev grows, goes on a tirade against International Criminal Court, threatens The Hague with a missile strike, and learned last, last week that um, the International Criminal Court has um, um, raised charges against uh, Putin as a war criminal, and you can check last week's um, podcast for that information. Nine Russian warships were spotted off the coast of Crimea. The U.S. sends another 350 million in ammunition to Ukraine. Former Russian President um, uh, Dmitry Medvedev also said Ukraine's attempt to recapture Crimea will be grounds for Russia to use any weapon, including those provided by nuclear doctrine, provided for by nuclear doctrine. And then Russia escalates its rhetoric about using nuclear options. The British Defense Ministry recently said it will provide Ukraine with tank ammunition that contains depleted uranium, which increases the ability of the rounds to pierce armor. In response to this news, President Putin of Russia said, I would like to note here that if this is going to happen, then Russia will be forced to react accordingly, bearing in mind that the collective West is starting to use weapons with nuclear com- with a nuclear component. In tandem with Putin's thinly veiled threat, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu said that the chances of a nuclear collision continue to increase. Another step has been taken and there are fewer and fewer left. That's from Foreshadow's report, which is one of the guys I follow on Telegram, and if you want the link to his account, you gotta check on over to my uh, click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes, um, and the link to my Telegram um, accounts, which is also Amir Safati, um, and a few other of my sources. You can check them out though, at the bottom of the blog. Continuing, the Russians bombed the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians bombed the Russians in Crimea, and chaos is spreading. There is no end in sight to the Great War. On the contrary. Poland's ambassador to France says that his country will intervene in the war if it sees that Ukraine is losing. And I've got a video um, of a missile hitting a nine-story building um, in the in, uh, it's, it's the increasingly abandoned city of Zaporizhzhia. And I'm, I'm saying it wrong. Um, the Russians claim. It's a Ukrainian S-300 air defense missile, and the Ukrainians blame the Russians. But you can see that um, it was, it looks like it's an apartment building, and it was bombed. 
Okay, over in the Pacific, okay, U.S. Naval Intel chief uh, warns about China. Um, and Chinese ships are swarming Vietnamese waters, a think tank says. And China raids U.S. firm in Beijing, detaining its staff. Um, in North Korea, North Korea claims it has just tested a radioactive tsunami weapon at sea. A new report is claiming that North Korea's intercontinental ballistic missiles could strike the central U.S. in just 33 minutes. Kim Jong-un's overseas simulated nuclear attack on South Korea. Over 800,000 joined North Korean army in a single day to fight America. And then in the Middle East, U.S. contractor was killed, five service members wounded during a drone strike in Syria. U.S. forces in the Middle East have been attacked by drones and rockets fired by Iranian proxies 78 times since January of 2021, says CENTCOM Commander General Michael Eric Carrillo. 175 Americans are still in Afghanistan, some held by the Taliban. And this is like, you know, from August of 2021, They're still there. Kurdish general calls for toppling of Iranian regime. Syria, serious damage to the Aleppo airport reported following the Israeli strike. A storehouse of rockets and a runway were destroyed. China brokered another deal. Saudi Arabia renews diplomatic relations with Syria. Okay, all eyes on Israel in the last days. And you can find God's promises to Israel in Genesis 12, 2 Samuel 7, Ezekiel 35 through 39. And um, I've got embedded in my blog a video of Amir Safati um with his breaking news israel is in a dangerous situation um and an interesting uh, image uh because israel has um several gas fields off its coast and um i have a, a map so you can see them so um and they're saying an amazing miracle when the tamar gas field began to operate in 2012 it had 13.2 trillion cubic feet TCF of natural gas. More than 10 years later, and after production of 3.13 trillion cubic feet so far, the analysts are now updating their estimates and claim there are 13.2 TCF in the remaining reserves. That means that the production of the last 10 years didn't shrink the reserves at all. Interesting. So, in Israel news, Israeli special forces eliminate terrorist commander in Samaria. The Israeli prime minister gave to the nation all the details of the judicial reform and explained how Israel not only won't cease to be a democracy, but, e but become even a stronger one. It's important to mention that up till now, Netanyahu couldn't talk about this reform due to a danger that the judicial system would declare him as unfit. Last night, a special bill in the parliament passed in the third hearing to make sure 
the court understands that unfit can only be due to health reasons. Israel could strike Iran in three months, retired Israeli general says. The Biden administration's failure to present a credible military response to Iran's expanding nuclear program has brought Israel closer than ever to launching a military strike on Tehran, according to a retired Israeli general. Biden plans to arm the Palestinian fox to guard the Israeli henhouse. The Biden administration of officials recently proposed a plan to provide 5,000 Palestinians with commando training. Wednesday, the Iron Dome missile defense system was activated in the southern border with Gaza. Um, this is a quote. If they meet a Jew, they want to kill him, says German tourists attacked by Palestinian mob in the uh, Palestinian um liberate liberation controlled city he was driving in a car with israeli license plates the u.n takes a stand against god and this is you gotta you gotta click on through my blog and 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 read that because it's all against um well i'll read god's promise to abraham in a minute march 21st two israeli soldiers were wounded by a landmine explosion on the border of lebanon um, and this is from Amir Safati. So Israel is facing the most dangerous reality since the Yom Kippur War in October of 1973. Three vectors should be watched. One, globally, the new access of China, Russia's, and Saudi Arabia giving Iran friendship, acceptance, and legitimacy. Regionally, Iran proxies from the north, Hezbollah, the east, Iranian-backed militias in Syria, and the south, Hamas, um, and Islamic Jihad in Gaza and the Houthis in Yemen. The inner crisis within Israel that weakens the military where the liberal left that is protesting the judicial reform is calling for citizens not to go to their reserved duty. Syria and the UAE are strengthening diplomatic relations again. On Sunday, President Bashir al-Assad of Syria visited the United Arab Emirates, the UAE, and continued efforts to build stronger ties between the two. While the UAE is part of the Abraham Accords and currently has relations with Israel, Syria is an extremely hostile enemy of the Jewish nation. This puts Israel in an awkward position. How much can the UAE be trusted if it seeks better relations with Syria, which refuses to recognize Israel as a legitimate state? That's from, again from the Foreshadows report. So God's promise to Abraham, um, which is the covenant with Israel, Genesis 12, 2, I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. And I guess people just don't read the Bible anymore and that's the problem. Okay, we go to earthquakes and seismic weather events. Um, you know, I, I grabbed um, a screenshot of the um, QuakeFeed app that I use with even, I mean, continuing um, earthquakes in Turkey. Uh, if they haven't stopped since February 6th, that same area, and they're kind of sort of expanding um, westward into Turkey and also down into the Mediterranean, into Greece and over to Italy. 
So you just see all those. And, um, and just below that uh, image, I've got two videos from my YouTube earthquake experts that you can see what's going on. There's an elevated earthquake activity in Hawaii. Um, and um, we're, we're expecting either, um, you know, some other larger earthquakes, 6.5 to 7.0. And also I've got um, uh, videos on uh, some seismic weather events, uh, flooding um, in various places all over the world. Um, a rare tornado that touched down in Montebello, California, damaging several buildings and leaving a trail of destruction. The deadly bomb cyclone that struck California with high winds and torrential rain, leaving at least two dead. And in other seismic weather news, the sun is becoming more active and could send grid-disrupting grid solar storms. Um, Earth just got struck by a large blast of solar debris from the sun. And another California Central Coast reservoir is about to spill for the first time in 25 years. Cyclone Freddy that hit Malawi in Africa has a death toll of at least 130. And tornadoes ripped through Mississippi, killing at least 23 and leaving a 100-mile destruction path. So, and now we go to economic woes. More banks collapsing. I have an, I have an image that I picked up online. The Deutsche Bank begins to buckle. This is a, a huge bank in, in Germany. And the image shows Deutsche Bank as a building that's ready to fall on top of, of uh, France, um, Italy, and Germany as, as towers. You gotta take a look at this. So Deutsche Bank begins to buckle as shares slide 11% after a sudden spike in the cost of insuring against its default. The Swiss government forced UBS Bank to acquire Credit Suisse, because we know that one fell after the the, the one in the Silicon Valley, the Silicon Valley Bank. So they're they're paying 3.3 billion. Last weekend proved to the shareholders of both banks that the Swiss government is not interested in their opinion or approval. The Saudi Central Bank, which had was the main. Um, uh, um, uh, I forgot what they call it. I am so not into financing. But the Saudi Central Bank just erased $25 billion from its worth due to its exposure to the losses of Credit Suisse. Biden says federal deposit insurance, FDIC, could be tapped further if banks fail. In Beirut, Lebanon, as the Lebanese lira continues to lose value, retired military personnel demonstrate. I have a video on that. Um, and I have a video um, from uh, End Time Headlines with special guest um, Michael Snyder. Um, and they asked the question, are we headed for another great depression? Not recession, but depression. All right, pestilence and famine. Let's talk about pestilence and plagues first. Unfortunately, there are, a number, there are growing cases of cholera in Syria. Nine governates out of 14 have registered cases and there are almost 6,000 cases in total. Pray the spread of this virus stops and, and for the wisdom of the Syrian government to contain it. XCDC, that's the uh, Center for Disease Control, 
ex-CDC chief warns of coming great pandemic worse than COVID. Is it a local crisis or a global threat? Africa is grappling with not one, but two outbreaks of Marburg fever, a disease that causes symptoms and a death rate comparable to Ebola, its viral cousin. Health officials in Tanzania announced Tuesday they had confirmed the country's first ever Marburg outbreak involving at least eight people so far, five of whom have died. One of the people who died is a healthcare worker. Across the continent, Equatorial Guinea has been combating its first ever Marburg outbreak for seven weeks now, though in an unusual turn of events for a viral hemorrhagic fever outbreak, scant information has been shared with the international community. Hmm. And famines. So in a study, Joe Biden's inflation is causing American hunger. You can click on over my blog and click on that link. Food prices have increased under President Joe Biden's leadership, fueling American hunger, as nearly a quarter of Americans sometimes don't get enough to eat, an Urban Institute study revealed on Tuesday. Yemen has traditionally received more than 40% of its wheat products from Ukraine and Russia. According to a, a recent poll, only 12% of Yemenis, the Yemen people, were not anxious about their household's access to food in the next six months. Okay, so let's turn that around, meaning 78% of Yemenis are anxious about their household's access to food in the next six months. The price of bread at their local market was a lot higher than in previous months. Please pray for the Yemeni believers and their families to be sustained physically as well as spiritually. Now we go to the increased evil, satanic lawlessness, terrorism, sexual immorality, apostasy, false teaching, corruption, and deception in the last days. France is burning up. Protests in France are getting worse. I've got some videos in here. The city of Bordeaux um, and um, chaos in the streets. Uh, most difficult day of disturbances surrounding the raising of the retirement age. Macron is losing control. Riots in French cities continue and thousands arrested after Macron bypassed the parliament and forced the raising of the retirement age there from 62 to 64 through a presidential decree. You know, I don't think that people would be that mad if he had gone through the proper measures. Okay, apostasy, falling away. That means walking away from the truth, from God, from the church. At least 1.5 million people in the United States identify as pagans, up from 134,000 in 2001, and the numbers are only continuing to rise. A post-Christian society, as England has gone, so America is going. That's an article you need to click on over to my blog and read it. Check it out. It is eye-opening. Cardinal Mueller, German um, synodal way is worse than schism and has abandoned the essence of Christianity. Um, and I've embedded um, a video from Mike Golay, um, who's... Um, Amir Safadi's brother-in-law from um, Behold Israel, and he, um, and I've listened to this a couple of times, it's an excellent, excellent teaching on what's called neo-paganism, which is the rise of paganism um, again. 
Then let's go down to sexual immorality. And, and every, I tell you, every week I do this, it gets worse and worse and it's disgusting. Okay. Um, Biden advisor attacks Uganda's anti-sodomy bill. LGBT rights are a core part of our foreign policy. Okay, so looks like the Ugandan people have their moral compass set in the right direction. America does not. <sighs> Deranged drag queens in demonic outfits crash Arkansas children's book reading event hosted by Kirk Cameron. A Methodist college fired a lecturer for a tweet lamenting homosexuality's invasion of the church. Methodist. Compensation to victim survivors of child sexual abuse perpetrated. Oh, gosh, I'm missing the missing the whole thing here. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry about that. Um, missing the whole article here. Okay. Um, the Archdiocese of Baltimore is urging its Roman Catholic congregations to oppose two bills currently before the Maryland General Assembly that would remove the statute of limitations on civil claims for future incidents of child sex, sexual abuse and retroactively revived claims that are currently time barred, <coughs> excuse me, no matter how long ago the alleged abuse occurred. Oh, so sick. <coughs> sexual abuse by the U.S. Catholic clergy, a master list of settlements and monetary awards and civil suits, and that's a website. The Catholic Church lobbied for taxpayer funds and got $1.4 billion. So that's many billions of your tax dollars are going to dioceses with clergy sexual abuse cover-ups. The Catholic Church paid Maryland lobbyists more than 200000 to help limit and prevent abuse lawsuits. <sighs> Disgusting. A new report released Tuesday reveals that over the past eight years, the Catholic Church has spent $10.6 million in the Northeastern United States to fight legislation that would help victims of clergy sexual abuse seek justice. Okay, and you know, the whole sexual immorality thing um, in the Roman Catholic Church goes way back in church history. And I did... Um, a deep dive on, you know, how that started, why did it start? And it's not going away, it's still going on, which goes to show you the Roman Catholic Church doesn't care, it doesn't read the Bible, it, um, it just wants to shove it all under a rug and um, it, is, it is awful. Run from the Catholic Church if you're still in it, just run away from it. Um, okay. Lawlessness, Re a record 3,700 anti-Semitic incidents reported in the U.S. in 2022, says the Anti-Defamation League. Officials warn Americans not to travel to Mexico as cartel violence escalates. Now remember, a few weeks ago, two Americans were killed when they went with friends to have some elective surgery done. So think before doing something stupid. The DEA has issued a dire warning over fentanyl mixed with flesh-eating trank zombie drug that has been seized in 48 out of 50 states in the U.S. 
ChatGPT CEO fears bot could be used for large scale disinformation and cyber attacks. Sorry, but I don't, I just don't trust artificial intelligence. I just don't trust it at all. Why you should opt out of sharing data with your mobile provider. You get that, you know, in your, in the app, you can check if you want to allow your uh, mobile phone provider to, um, to get your data you don't want to do that so you want to you can actually there's several places that that you can choose that even your web browsers everywhere you do not want these people tracking what you're doing um jugging among new crime trends posing danger on american streets you gotta go take a look at what this is this is ridiculous ISIS could hit Western interests in Europe and Asia from Afghanistan within six months. Defunded Austin, Texas cops take so long to respond to DUI um, uh, accidents that the driver sobers up and walks free. So it's a head-on collision, didn't hit the brakes, airbags deployed, screaming kids, smoke, adrenaline, we started screaming and got the kids out of the car. And the driver, by the time the cops got there, was sobered up and walked free because there was no proof that he was driving drunk. Because there's not enough cops. Chinese nationals are illegally crossing the Southwest border in record numbers amid concerns about spying um, in the U.S. So Customs and Border Protection says it has encountered over 4,366 Chinese nationals illegally crossing the southwest border so far in fiscal year 2023, which began on October 1st, 2022. Okay, and that, that really bothers me since I live in Arizona. Miami Beach declared a state of emergency and is considering additional safety measures after a deadly start to spring break. And you've got to click on over to my blog and watch these videos. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Um, and um, I've got, again, some more um, Chaos at the Border, a podcast, a video, the days of Noah, some experts. Um, so, again, click on over to my blog. Um, and Jesus said regarding the last days, but this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. It's Matthew 24, 8. I'll be right back after these, this message. It's now open, my Christian book distributors affiliate bookstore. These hand-picked books cover Bible prophecy, Christian apologetics, worldview, and much more. Many are at discounted prices. Isn't it time you got your Christian books from a Christian bookstore? Click on the link in the show notes. And we're back. New World Order, Great Reset, Big Brother, Global Insanity, and Government Overreach in the Last Days. In Revelation 13, John tells us of the coming new One World Government. And we've got the signs, it's all set up. You know, it's, it's like um, uh, the stage is being set. You know, I used to live in New York. We went down and see some Broadway plays. And, you know, when, when the curtain opens, the whole set is there. And so, and, you know, sometimes you have the actors on the stage and sometimes not. 
Well, as we look at what's going on around the world in the New World Order, the Great Reset and all this stuff, it's the, the stage is set. The actors are just off stage waiting to walk on stage and just take over. Okay, so Communist China signs agreement with Russia to bring change not seen in 100 years to the New World Order. Iranian girls arrested for dancing in public without hijabs on TikTok. Federal Reserve announces July launch of central bank digital currency infrastructure. In France, we and we just uh, I just mentioned that there were protests uh, and riots like crazy and burning and so forth. Well, Macron, the president of France, has banned protests. And I've got a, a couple of Twitters, um, a Twitter video. Macron has just been public protest in Paris after passing laws without the approval of the French parliament. France has gone into full dictatorship as the French people refuse to back down. Um, uh, and it's just absolutely, it's absolutely incredible. And you, need, you need want to take over... Um, uh, click on over to my blog. Link is in the show notes. Um, there's a video um, marching towards a, a one world order, um, the offhand podcast. And then I've got Amir Sarfati teaching the rise of one world religion. Okay, so it's really important. You need to watch these videos. So the link is in the show notes. Um, the EU Parliament takes another step closer to an uh, European Union digital ID. In a vote taken last Thursday, another step has been taken forward by the EU Parliament toward the implementation of a European Digital Identity Framework, or EID, which will require the participation of all EU citizens. The purpose of the vote was to affirm that negotiation for this EID network should continue. Opponents to the EID have warned that the digital system would give EU authorities the same kind of control that China's social credit system has over its citizens. Yep, and it's coming. And what happens in Europe will happen in the U.S. eventually. Okay, so you can't just, you know, close your eyes and shut your ears and do the I see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Uh, 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 no, you got to pay attention to this stuff. Oh, Lord. Now we go to increased Christian persecution um, around the world. Benin. Okay, Benin is a really small country in, you know, in Africa. Um, this is a story of a pastor, uh, Michelle, leads a small church in northern Benin. In September of 2021, around 60 voodooists. Okay, these are people who are specialized in voodoo, okay? Live in his, who live in his village arrived at the church during the service. The, uh, the occultists broke down the church door and smashed its windows. They then ordered the Christians to stop worshiping and praying. They also attacked Pastor Michelle, breaking his leg. The voodooist said if he did not stop holding church services, they would kill him. Pastor Michelle's leg never fully healed and he requires a crutch for mobility. 
because he can no longer work as a farmer, he has been provided with a small mill he uses to grind crops to support his family. Benin is a birthplace of voodoo, and Christianity is viewed by many in the North as a threat to their traditional beliefs. And you wonder how voodoo got into the United States, and because Benin is actually in right on the western coast, so it came with the African slavery, and it uh, and it just settled in areas like New Orleans, okay, and uh, um, and some of the Caribbean islands also. Um, there's still there's still a practice of voodoo out there. <sighs> Pakistan. Pius, this is the name of a person, um, is an artist with a Muslim background who trusted in Christ about five years ago. As a result of his faith in Christ, he lost his job and faced much pressure from his family. In April of 2021, attackers kidnapped, chained, and beat him before cutting his throat. Some passers-by intervened and rescued him, but the attackers, who police linked to members of Pius's family, threatened to return. Pius hid for several months until he could obtain a visa to leave the country. He is now seeking asylum in a neighboring country where local brothers and sisters in Christ have welcomed and uh, mentored him. That's from Voice of the Martyrs. Oh, and here's some other news items. Muslims, Muslim extremists attack a pastor and his son in Uganda. And these are all headlines and the articles are in my blog. Um, they're mostly from Voice of the Martyrs. Sudan, a young mother was chained by her husband and subjected to electrical shocks for deciding to follow Jesus. Iran, the Iranian government is increasing its surveillance and control over people's lives, making it harder for believers from Muslim backgrounds to meet in secret. If caught, they risk being prosecuted for the crimes against national security. Ask God to grant strong faith and courage to believers meeting in secret. Oh, and um, Ramadan began Wednesday, March 21st at sunset. It's the annual Islamic month of fasting during the day in order to seek Allah. Secret born-again Christian believers have to hide their faith for fear of persecution. Needless to say, they struggle to remain hidden during this month, especially if they are not seen observing the fasting period. Pray for God's protection over them. Um, and I have a link to special prayers for Muslims during Ramadan. Um, and um, I, I, I grabbed a... A graphic from the uh, Voice of the Martyrs mobile app. Um, it's got a little inspiration. It's from T.S. Eliot from his book, Murder in the Cathedral. Quote, a martyr is he who has become the instrument of God, who has lost his will in the will of God, not lost it, but found it. For he has found freedom and submission to God. The martyr no longer desires anything for himself, not even the glory of martyrdom. You know, living in the United States and most of the people living in the in the Western world um, take for granted that we can, you know, go to church um, and worship God the way we want to. Uh, today, I participated in downtown Phoenix in the Jesus March. 
Um, there were a couple of thousand people there. There was music. We walked around the city. We prayed for our government. Um, and um, it was it was fantastic. And um, in in countries in the Middle East and Africa and um, uh, in Indonesia, you know, Asia, you know, many China, you know, we couldn't do that. They can't do that. And it was a freedom and a, and a privilege that we have to thank God that we're able to, to do this. And um, if you uh, go on over to my Facebook page, which the link is in the show notes, and um, I'm uh, um, the uploading video um, on that. And so you can see how many people there were. And we were um, uh, singing and praising God and praying. And it was, it, it was a tremendous event today. Um, I was blessed by it. It was fantastic. And that's, and, um, and that's part of the good news that the gospel is spreading around the world. And Jesus said regarding the last days in Mark 13, verse 10, for the good news must first be preached to all nations or all peoples. And yes, there's bad news all over the world, but nevertheless, there is also great news, signs of hope that Christians are doing what Jesus told us to do in the Great Commission and before he left us. Now, because this is Ramadan, okay, um, in you know the next week's podcast during Ramadan, we're going to be focusing on the Muslim nations and the good news that's being spread and, and going on um, in in Muslim uh, nations. Even though there's persecution, there's the the good news is still spreading. And one of the interesting things is. Um, uh, many Muslims are dreaming of a man in white. And um, there's, the, the whole idea of Ramadan is they're supposed to fast during the day, seeking Allah, getting closer to Allah. And the thing is, is that their Allah or their God is not the same God. You know, their Allah doesn't have a son called Jesus. Okay, it's, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fake God. Okay, and what's really wonderful is many Muslims have dreams and visions of a man in white, and that's Jesus coming to them supernaturally. They then are motivated to find a Christian believer, a Bible, or search online for answers as to who this man in white is. During Ramadan, Christians can pray for Muslims as they seek Allah to find a personal relationship with the one true God, Messiah, Lord, and King, Jesus Christ. Throughout Ramadan, we'll focus on good news and stories from predominantly Muslim nations. So from the Arabian Peninsula, um, here's a quote. Even though it, uh, it can be difficult, walking with the Lord is worth everything. And uh, we thank God for Nadia's faith as she seeks to encourage other young believers in the Arabian Peninsula. Indonesia. A church in West Java province, Indonesia, refused to yield to Muslim intruders' attempts to stop their worship service on Sunday, March 19th, the pastor said. Okay, they just stood up to them. Niger, um, Niger, Niger, Niger. Uh, Jeffrey Woodkey, a Christian humanitarian aid worker, was released on Monday after more than six years in captivity in Niger. Illegal Bibles changed lives in Iran. Okay, so owning, printing, importing, or distributing Bibles in Iran is illegal. Since they are so difficult to obtain, Bibles are treasured by Iranian believers 
and few have their own copy of God's word. Despite the prohibitions and scarcity, Christians in Iran are working on placing copies of God's word into people's hands. When they receive a shipment of Bibles, our Iranian brothers and sisters hand deliver the Bibles to strangers. They knock on the doors of people they don't know and give Bibles to anyone who will accept the gift, sometimes placing the Bibles in mailboxes. Frontline workers have shared numerous stories of Iranian Muslims who read the Bible for the first time after unexpectedly receiving one in their mailbox and later became followers of Christ. Okay. That, you know, some, there was somebody in today's march with a flag that we are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of Jesus Christ. Okay, and that's the problem that we've been, we've been acting ashamed. Um, you know, like, oh, we're not supposed to talk about religion. You know, that's, that's how I, you know, when I was an adult now and, and started going out and socializing and stuff, you know, two things you didn't discuss was religion and politics. And that's what, that's where we're, that's where we're wrong. That's where we've gone messed up. Okay, we have to be bold, you know, so if it means getting clothing, you know, that says, you know, uh, you know, Jesus um, is the savior. Jesus saves. Um, we've got to say the message. We cannot be afraid. So we've got to pray for boldness. The Holy Spirit, we do not have a spirit of fear and timidity, but of, of love and um, self-discipline and strength, okay, and boldness. The Holy Spirit is within us, believers, that just gives us the strength and the Holy Spirit will give us the words to, to, to tell people. Okay. So you got to click on over my blog. I've embedded two, um, podcasts. Um, one, uh, one is from, uh, voice of the martyrs, helping Muslims find and follow Jesus. Another one is a surrendered obedience, serving God in the Muslim world from, um, um, curse. And then I've added a new book to my um, uh, Christian bookstore, Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus by Nabil Qureshi. Um, and um, it's a tremendous story of a Muslim uh, guy who comes to America and um, seeking Allah, uh, he finds Jesus. Um, so you got to click on over my blog and check that book out. So the signs of the last days are obvious. And here's some words of encouragement from Paul. And we're in Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So it's not our power. It's God's power. He gives us the power. We cannot do this. And we cannot think that we can do this under our own power. We're not strong enough. We need his power. So be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Everything, all the news items that I read today, that's all the strategies of the devil. That's it. And we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. 
that after the battle, you will still be standing firm, stand on, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, the body armor of God's righteousness for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Now, you notice that the sword of the spirit, that is the only offensive weapon. Everything else is a defensive weapon. So it's the word of God. So you cannot take the sword of the spirit if you don't know the word of God, which means read the Bible. Listen to the Bible. There is no excuse. There are free Bibles area. There's a free Bible app. There's another app that I like. It's through the word. Okay. The Bible is free online. You have no excuse. If you have a smartphone, you can get a Bible in your hand and you have to listen to them. I mean, I have podcasts. I, I'm, I'm putting together more um, podcast playlists of Bible studies that I've done. If you go over to my blog and click where it says Bible studies, I have Bible studies from just about every, every book in the Bible. So please, there is no excuse for not reading the Bible and knowing the truth the word of God. Oh. And today is the 17th anniversary of my new life in Jesus Christ, the, the anniversary of my baptism of March 2006 in First Christian Church of Phoenix. I had the certificate of baptism at the bottom of my blog. So, you know, and that was one thing that being raised Catholic, I couldn't wrap my brain around having to be baptized again until Scott Pixler explained it to me. So, you know, because baptizing a baby in the Roman Catholic tradition does absolutely nothing. So learn the truth. So click on over to my blog and click, you know, uh, click right on, uh, right on by certificate of baptism and learn what, what the true meaning of baptism is in the Bible. Jesus is coming soon, whether you're ready or not. So why not begin a relationship with him? He told us in Revelation 3.20, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we'll share a meal together as friends. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it time for him, for you to let him in to your heart? He wants to have a personal relationship with you. Jesus didn't die on the cross so we can have religion. He wants a personal relationship with you. So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and confident hope of eternal life. If you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over my blog, click where it says, how to know Jesus. And in the bottom of today's blog, as always, I've got Prophecy, Prophecy Today's broadcast, which has more information and the lineup also from uh, Barry Stagner with more um I, I mean, I, there was no way I could cover everything in this amount of time. So you want to dig deeper, click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes. Soli there, Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth 
that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.